Welcome, my friends, to Scrymier of the MTG Advice Podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Dennis. And we're here to solve your problems. I'm looking forward to get stuck in today, Dennis. We've got some, we've got some classic smart coming uh, the, the listeners' way today. All the hits? All the Well, maybe not all the hits, um, but a lot of them, at least, which is very good. And uh, thank you to the renewed interest. After the medium, self-described medium episode last week, good to have people... Uh, sending in their questions, queries, and crunches. Of course, feel free to do this. The best way to do it, make sure we see it, is to go to the Discord, bit.ly slash join Riley's Discord. Send them in there. That's what people have done this week, Dennis. And we're going to get across exactly what people... Well, not exactly. I did have to cut some of them down because... We do editorialize the questions. I'm not, I, I mean, I, you know if you ever submitted one that it doesn't... It, it comes out the meat processor a little different than it went in. Now, I'm not going to name names here, Dennis, which is unusual for me because uh, obviously I obviously have a you know, rusted on love of doxing listeners and old primary school acquaintances, all that sort of stuff. But there was one suggestion. There was one... Sorry, top... Uh, not topic suggestion. What am I talking about? One submission that was made this, this week, Dennis, that was so long... It couldn't be posted in Discord. Discord automatically made it a text file that I then had to download, right? Now, I don't like I don't have the biggest monitor in the world, right? But I still I did have to scroll to finish the thing. So, maybe just it, here's here's a guideline for you. If you're submitting a question and Discord's like, "Hey, this is too long to put in Discord." Don't be like, "Mm, a text file it is." Instead be like, "Mm, let's see if I can Take the machete to that word count. The length of your question is inversely proportional to how likely we are to post it, to use it in the show. That's actually really true. Because if we get a question that's like one line long. It like, breaks. Ah. If you just send in sup, it's not making the cut. Probably not. But but if we get if like a decent like, question that's like a sentence long, we're like, great, pop that in. Mm-hmm. Chuck, some, a- some, some of the listeners, man, are just, hmm. it was the best of times. It was the yes. worst of times. Exactly. Oh, you know. Boy. They're, they're carrying a, 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 an entire frozen turkey from the, the freezer aisle, right? And trying to put it in one of, in their little, you know, one of the little hand carts that you try, one of the little hand baskets that you carry in the supermarket, mm-hmm. right? Dennis and I, we're at the register, we're at the checkout. We're getting the bits of gum and the chocolate bars that are easy to grab, quick mm-hmm. to, like, mm-hmm. don't have to worry mm-hmm. about, you know, deep frying your frozen turkey. No, no, no. We're just put, putting those, those, uh, those butter menthols in the, do you have butter menthols? Is that an Australian What's a, thing? A, a butter menthol. A butter menthol? I was trying to think of like a sweet that you'd find everywhere in the world, but butter menthol probably isn't it, is it? What is it? Mint and butter flavored? It's it's a cough lolly, basically. Like it's a cough drop sweet. Why is have. the word butter in it? It is kind of buttery. Like the orange Ugh. squares that have like menthol flavor. Like they butter. But, I mean, look. I'll tell you what. We. I mean, we're not being. We're not in the menthol. pocket of big butter menthol here, but they do oh, work th- wonders if oh, you've got a sore throat. Soothers. We have soothers. Oh, we got soothers as well. Can I, can I tell you something about soothers? Riley, butter menthol is a soothers product. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we do have soothers. And can I tell you this? My grandma, <laughs> my nan, she... <laughs> soothers for our American fans are just lozenges. I remember this. I don't know how many years. I've never thought about this for so many years. My grandma used to just, like, have soothers as, like, a lolly. Like I do, the, I do that. Yeah, I'll eat them as sweets. No problem. As, like, a, as in the same way that we would eat, like, cool mints or something. Mm-hmm. She would just, in the same way that we'd have like a, a peppermint, she would have a soother. Now, you keep saying lolly. I think a lolly has to have a stick. No, a lolly in Australia. So, in Britain, it's a sweet. In America, it's candy. And in Australia, it's a lolly. A lolly. Just any, a sweet. Any, like, any, any boiled sweet. Yeah, any kind of like sugary agglomeration is just a lolly in Australia. Weird. A lolly needs a stick, I think, man. You think so? Like, but then there's a lollipop. Well, no, the pop is the top part. The lolly is the stick part. 
Okay, stop there. The lolly is not the top. The lolly is the top part. The lolly isn't the stick. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. No, because you have an ice lolly, which is ice on a lolly stick. No, but the, uh, the, the an ice lolly... Well, first of all, that's an icy pole. And an I, ice well, lolly, hang on, what? That's what we call it in Australia. We call it an icy pole. <laughs> that is... You, mm, lawless, lawless country of vagabonds out there. It's a lawless lolly uh, land. No, that's it. No, anyway. My grandma used to see this. That's the... That's yeah. the name. Of, well, that's so, the name of the episode. At so least, don't so. don't do what Riley just did with that story. And if you were to submit that that as a story to Smart Disrupt, my grandma used to eat soothers. Period. Yeah. It's probably not that. If I had submitted that to the podcast, I'd be cutting it. Joe, you know, we're not cutting Dennis. Mm. The sponsors of this show, they will always receive prime billing uh, here at the, right at the front. Uh, I had to get it within the first five minutes, so I just wanted to make sure it was we just got in there. Just at, got in under there. our Ooh. contractual obligation. Channelfire.com coupon code night. Uh, what's what's cooking at CFB this week, Dennis? I want to talk about CFB Pro, Riley. Okay. Because I think our listeners have gone past the point where they can graduate from CFB Amateur. Mm. And you, it's ready to level up, and you're ready to level up into the big leagues. Ready to level up. Ready to go to the tryouts. Ready to buy the fancy running shoes. You know, get mm-hmm. it all, get it all ready to go. Yep. Sit down, please. One of my favorite things that we've done on the social media is one of the campaigns that are running right now is we burn our wild cards so you don't have to. You That's don't need pretty to, good. You don't need to test out, ooh, is this rare worth playing? Ooh, should no. I try this with it? No, 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 no. Let Huey and Reed and all the schmucks over there at CFP Pro do it for you. Yep, exactly. That's their job. It's their job is to is to burn the wildcards. You know, I like that because I'm I'm a I'm rather stingy with my wildcards, so I do appreciate it. Well you're you're feeling you're in a you're in like a, a wildcard recession right now, aren't you? I've got a bunch of wildcards. Oh no, sorry, you're in a you're in a gems recession right now. I'm in a gems re- oh jeez, I won't talk about that. I've burnt out of the uh, my free to play account was my strategy for free-to-play was very, very good for two years. I didn't put any money into my account. Still haven't. I'm, I'm going to remain free-to-play. But I bombed out a Strixhaven draft so bad. And Dennis, do you know why? Huh. I failed to do my research. I didn't go to Channel Fireball Pro and read the guides, you know, that were put out there by some of the some of the best content creators, magic content creators on earth, right? Uh, as to explain, I didn't do my homework. I clearly just didn't do my homework, and I bombed out a Strixhaven draft. Now I've got no gems. So if you don't, if you don't want to end up gem penniless. Like Riley, head on over to travelfiber.com slash pro. Use code SMART when signing up. Can we go tonight when you're signing up? One one cent off. I had to... Negotiations. Tra- I had to, the negotiations were not swift. They were not brief. <laughs> laborious. They were laborious. And I tell you what, I fought and fought and fought against the Channel Fireball Fat Cats. Dennis was like, no, don't give him the discount. It's not like it's 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 a, it's a bad precedent. We can't, you know, we can't do it. I'm like, listen, my viewers, my listeners, they deserve the best. I will not rest until I get this one cent. And I got I got the one cent discount for you. One cent discount. Nine ninety eight a month with $10 store credit back, which doesn't make any sense. Like CFB is just paying you two cents to sign up for their CFB Pro thing. Laughing all the way to the bank, baby. I think Channel Fireball were like, let's set up a pyramid scheme, but accidentally did it upside down. Did it upside down. (laughs) (laughs) I think they wanted to to build a pyramid scheme and they started from the pointy bit and built it up wide. You know, they looked at the the episode of The Office and they're like, ah, a reverse funnel scheme. Excellent. Well, let's take the reverse part out of that. (laughs) And just make a sales funnel. (laughs) Exactly. Ridiculous. Anyway. Uh, thank you, Channel Fireball, for sponsoring this dumb podcast. We've got a lot to get across, uh, mm-hmm. Dennis, here. First one comes in from Jethro. We've talked a little bit about the whole, um, you know, asking for a concession. That's something that's cropped up in previous episodes. Mm. And Jethro's got a, 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 a small story on the subject of it here, uh, but also uh, uh, advises us that this can be uh, filed under not am I the asshole, but yes, he's the asshole. There's no debate here. Okay. Not looking for, not looking for a, a judgment here, Dennis, from us. This one's already been uh, set in stone. <clears throat> 
Jethro writes in a small story here for you to enjoy. Names included in case Riley wants to dox my friends. Well, thank you, Jethro. Very thoughtful of you there. Straight to Facebook. Exactly right. Thank you, Jethro. That's uh, that's a very it's a nice little t- nice little personal touch on this one. After besting me in a win and in, uh, my friend Sam Jack Staten was playing against another one of our friends, Matthew Norton here. So that's Sam Jack Staten and Matthew Norton. Uh, They're playing in the top eight of a PTQ in standard. I think Sam was on Saltire Control Whip. This is years ago then. Uh, And Matt was on Heroica Infect or some deck that when it's dead, it's just really dead against an opponent who's going to take a long time to win with their grinding control deck. Matt had very few outs, but knew the game was going to last a long time. So he began to ask Sam to concede every single turn, sometimes tankering for a while and then asking him to concede, to which Sam always said no. It got to the point that one of the judges who was watching had to interrupt the match and say to Matt, you need to stop asking your opponent to concede to you. (laughs) Awkwardly, I think Matt won in the end. So even after all of that, even after all that, would you like to concede? Just trying to save time. What a good guy. (laughs) What a great guy this Matt is. Just trying to save some time. He's like, listen, I'm going to win with this heroic deck that you've got. You know, I've I've got no chance to win apparently against Saltai Whip. That was, that took, man, I remember doing GPs with with Sidisi Whip. Because I don't know if you remember Whip of Erebos. 200 life, right? It gave creatures lifelink. Yeah. And you just keep bringing stuff back. Like, de- and in the mirror, it just went out to decking every single time because they'd both be on 4,000 life because of the stupid card. Unbelievable. Mm. Um, I, who's, who's the asshole here, Dennis? It doesn't. I mean, it seems like Matt was just trying to do a good turn. Really, in the rules, it says you're allowed to, uh, not only are you allowed to consider any time, well, you are allowed to consider any time, so it's okay if your opponent asks you at every possible game, game interaction right. if you want to concede. What, what, so this judge is what? Anti-rules? This judge is sounds saying like no? It. Sounds it's, like it. It sounds like this judge was ignoring rule 103, 104.3 A or B or whatever it is. A ju- you can make and say, uh, Matt, by, in my mind, Dennis, Matt was just being trying to polite. do- just being just reminding his opponent here of of, of what he, you know, the, the legal game actions he can take. Unsung hero of our time. Unsung hero of our time. Matthew Norton, modern day hero. We salute you, Matt. I look forward to telling my grandchildren this story as I mm. sit in Matthew Norton Memorial Park. Yeah, and regale them with the tale. And regale with the tale of the time that we were within. We were just two de- two degrees of separation away from the great man himself. Wow, what a time to be alive, Matthew Norton, the patron saint of, of Smart. Well done, Patrick Dore writes in. Uh, this is a proper "Am I the asshole?" question here, uh, Dennis. You want to read this one to us? Patrick Rathen says, Am I the asshole? I walked, I walked into one of the LGSs in my area a few weeks ago and noticed a near-mint copy of Diamond Valley. Now, Diamond Valley, for those of you who don't know, is from Arabian Nights. It's a very old card. It's not very good. You just sacrifice a creature. I don't think it even taps for mana. It's a land that I think you can just uh, sacrifice a creature and gain life. I'm going to I'm gonna check. Uh, equal to its, like, what is it? Converted mana cost? Or mana value, excuse me? No, to its toughness. Doesn't So it doesn't tap for mana. It's just as a land that says sacrifice a creature. You gain life equals the sacrifice creature's toughness. Not a very good card. Go ahead. That is such a weird card. Hang on a second. What? Is that really what it does? It's really what it does. It's from Arabian Nights, dude. Like, it's from a thousand years ago. So, like... And we are currently out of stock list on shoutfarble.com for a, a gentleman's $1,300. Yes. And that, Dennis, is going to factor into the story quite significantly. Mm-hmm. I look up the price out of curiosity, just like I did, and it's over a grand. I think to myself, God, I'll never want to move on. This past weekend, we can end there again and see the card in the bull box. I look up the price again because I can't believe it. The LGS computer says 20 cents. I take it to the register and he scans the barcode, says Diamond Valley. And that'll be 20 cents. I hand him a dollar and he says, here's a quarter in the penny tray. Looks like it's on the house. Free Diamond Valley. I now own a Diamond Valley. Caveat, this is a store that marks everything and the store 10 minutes away is usually at least 25% cheaper on everything. Let me know if I'm the asshole. What do you think of this one, Dennis? As someone who works for a company that makes its bread from selling magic cards at their retail value. Uh, I think Patrick's probably a little bit of an asshole. See, I disagree entirely. 
I disagree entirely. What's the saying? Caveat emptor? Buyer beware? Yeah. What about caveat seltor? Seltor? Yeah. I am seltor, Decepticon of card sales. (laughs) Like, if you're... So, okay. I relate to this in a a smaller way, right? Because I went into a shop. Where was I? I can't remember where I was. Uh, I I was in a city somewhere. and I went into an unfamiliar LGS. Just have a poke through, right? And I noticed had a bloodgast on sale, right? Which Mm -hmm. is... I wasn't interested in it, but it was like... $10 $10 less than that it should be, right? And I was like, oh, do I buy it? Oh, well, it's 10 bucks. Like, I'm not going to get it, then sell it, whatever. I don't I don't care. So, I was probably poking through stuff. And then at the end, before I left, I was like, oh, just so you know, like that blood, you, you're selling that blood gas for like 10 bucks worth and it's less than it's actually worth. And they looked at me like, how dare I? They were like, okay, thanks for telling us. I was like, all right, man. I'm just like, I'm just saying, Riley, like, if someone wants if a blood like, gas, you give them a bargain, right? Like hey, someone will pay. Go on. What about, hey, just heads up, you're selling that blood gas for $1,200 less than it's worth. Yeah. And that, I mean, that, that's where I look at like, well, if the LGS is going to make this kind of mistake, I don't think it's the the consumer's fault for punishing them for it. Do you think, this, this, is, could, think this is wrong? I think it's wrong. It's certainly not illegal or anything. No, no, no. Everything you did is above board, for sure. Like, yeah, from a legal perspective, obviously nothing. But yeah, like, from a, I think it's from like a moral perspective. Is this pure in the eyes of the Lord, Riley? It doesn't feel like it. I think it's fine, man. I think it's fine. I don't know. I, I don't see. Is this a shark tale? Woohoo. Is this a shark tale? If this was happening between two like private I citizens, sharking- I'd be furious. Yeah, exactly. So what's so, wrong? Like this private citizen is sitting behind the counter. Businesses are people too. Dennis Stranjak. Okay. All right. Businesses are owned by people. And LGSs are generally speaking owned by pa- passionate gamers. Not like. Yeah, not like multinational greedy, corporations. Yeah, grub like money grubbing. Yeah, yeah. Don't bring me around to this. I I, I enjoyed this modern day Robin Hood's tale here from Patrick mm. Doyle, and now I'm being forced to uh, think of a, a critically about an opposing viewpoint. Dennis, I don't want this. Oh my god, Riley, have I ever told you about that Robin Hood comic I showed you? What's the Robin Hood comic you showed me, Dennis? <laughs> this is a real reference. You listen to the last three episodes in a row. There's an ongoing saga here <laughs> yeah. about a show, a, a, a comic that I showed Dennis. So what does Patrick, Patrick do? Is an asshole. do you, does, 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 like, does Patrick I take think, it back? I think the blood gas, I think, is okay. If you'd done that with the blood gas, I think if it's 20 bucks, I, mean, I think it's okay. All right. To be opportunistic about it. But over $1,000 and you're just like, this is... Yeah, well, I think my, my threshold is actually a lot lower than that, but over 1000 I think it's pretty clear, yeah. All right, well, the line's somewhere in between there. So, so, what, so what... Okay, two questions. What should Patrick have done and what should Patrick do now? I think I think Patrick doesn't have to do anything now. The damage okay. is done, so I guess I'll be leaving. In the words of that Justin Timberlake song. Okay. Um, so I don't think I don't think going back in and leaving a thousand dollars is going to get you is worth it. Um, I think you should have been like, because like, look, there's a difference between they had an out of date price or whatever, like with the blood gas, for example. Yeah, this, this is this isn't like is many oh, Boris, orders of magnitude off. <laughs> this isn't like Boris reckon has spiked since the last PT. It's now thirteen dollars instead of three. No, this is like four orders of magnitude off. Yeah. So what do you do in that situation? Do you say, "Hey, this this hey, card just heads in the up, bulk- this card's twelve hundred dollars. I'm sure it's not supposed to be in here." Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's I think that's what I would do. Maybe it is. I don't know. Ah, it's funny. Like, because, it's certainly the right thing to do because it's a shop and not a person. I'm like, ah, eh, whatever, right? But then you make the point. Like, this isn't. If you went to like Harvey Norman, right? 
the famed go Harvey go the go Harvey go the famed like white goods and electronics retailer Harvey right? Norman is a is a hardware electronics retailer that exists only in for some reason Australia. And South Dublin. <laughs> it's very weird. Anyway. Riley came here and he was like, I'm living in a simulation. Because we got out of the car too and there's a Harvey Norman. He was like, And they just oh loaded the wrong textures in. He's like, they loaded the wrong textures in. The airplanes don't exist. They just go up and they go in a circle. The whole yeah. world's on a treadmill. That's it. And then everyone in the area is told, all right, switch to Irish now because Riley's arrived. It's, it was a real yeah, Truman show. Signs. Real Truman Shit, show. Shit, we forgot man. the Harvey Norman. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> anyway, so Harvey Norman, let's say you go in there and they put a fridge, like a $2,000 fridge, and it's there for five bucks, right? And you take it up to the register and they scan it like, all right, that's $5, please. You're like, sold. And you walk out of there with a $2,000 smart fridge, right, for $5. There, you are laughing all the way to the bank. And I have I, I, no I, I, don't, I don't even know if I super agree with that because I think that does knock on. But broadly speaking, nobody who works in that store has their livelihood tied to the sale of that $2,000 fridge. That is not necessarily true in a local game store. No, but I mean, you know, and even if this Diamond Valley isn't going to be the one that puts it out of business, that sort of thing is, it has a bigger impact than the $5 Harvey Norman fridge. Yes. Yeah. Harvey Norman can still go Harvey go, but the LGS may have to stop. Go undergo. Go undergo. <laughs> if too many Diamond Valley. But the thing is, like, if you, here's, counterpoint, if you're going to get into this business, it's on you to understand the products you're selling. You right. have to have money. That's it's not up to your customers to price your. It cards. is not. It is not. It is not. But that does not mean it's the right thing to do, Riley. Hmm. I can't make up my mind, and so I'm very cowardly, just going to bow and be like, I don't know. It's okay to say you don't know. No, I like. I, okay, I'll be honest. I would have done what Patrick did, and I would have done it pretty unhesitatingly as well. I don't know how I can't really justify that. Like part of it is obviously greed, but part of it is also being like, I don't think I would do this to a person in a trade, right? But for some reason, it being a business, for some reason makes me feel like it's okay. Maybe that's wrong, but I'm just going to be honest and say that that is what I would do, even if it makes me a less morally perfect person. I think I would point it out, but I'm worried I would also just buy it. So I don't know. I'm worried in the moment I, I, I too would... Take the route more, Patrick. Take the the route. Well, the thing is, if you have to, well, Dennis, here's the here's the solution. If you must both, right, tell them of their mistake and wish to buy, and you wish to buy the card, it's simple. Buy the card tell first, them. then then tell them the mistake. You've tell, done both. That's, that's not that is worst of both worlds. That's fine. It's <laughs> so like, hey, this piece of property, this wizard square that I just bought off you for for twenty cents. Guess what? It's worth twelve hundred. Get it up here. Get f- loser and run out the door. Ah. <laughs> oh. All right, you okay. dropped an F-bomb earlier, by the way. No, I didn't. What did I say? You did. What did I say? You said the F-word. No, I didn't. When did I say it? And what, what was the context in which I said the F-word? Uh, I don't recall, but I promise you, you did. I definitely didn't. You did? I definitely did. Um, my guess is it was about just before the 10-minute mark, I'd say. Around 10 minutes? All right. I'll, I would I'll, say so. I'll investigate that. Excellent. Very God, good. I hope that. I, I'm pretty sure I heard you say it, and God, I hope it stays in. I, I mean, I, uh, I'll give it a quick once-over when I'm going and editing all of your keyboard sounds out. I was replying to Jeff. Apologi- you're in, I apologize. You're in that group chat. No, no, no. It just, it's a general. It's not, a, it's not an episode 80 specific problem, Dennis. I've, right. I've had complaints. I've heard. I've also um, I've ordered myself a louder mechanical keyboard. When it's you just got t- to I've ordered myself, I was like, oh, he's going to have got one of those keyboards that like you can turn the clicking thing off. No, the opposite. No. This is basically a typewriter. Um, I would like to apologize. It it's is audio poison. At the end and everything. Oh, the, the ding, ding and everything? Yeah. Um, I'd like to apologize. I've spoken to Dennis about this. I made sure he bought a nice expensive microphone, which he now talks about 
five centimetres to the left of whenever we're recording. <laughs> That's true. I am just to the left of it. That's true. Um, he uses it. To, like, he's just on... He's just... I don't know. If he's, he's not. I don't think he's playing league. Like, Dennis is good at... Oh yeah, I can see both hands. Oh, he could have, like, died. He could be Reese. He could be the fountain. That's, that's true. Yeah. I'll, I'll monitor the situation more carefully here. He's now looking at his other monitor. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> anyway, I apologize for the audio poison that Dennis puts in. I mean, you know, both the talking and the uh, and the keyboard sounds and also the F word. What was that? 17 All right, minutes. Okay. All right, I'll go and get rid of that one. All right, Dennis, our next question. Our next uh, question comes in here from I Avocado. This and this is an actual advice question. A rare moment on Scrimey a River, the leading MTG advice podcast. Mm. Avocado writes in and asks, I often draft with a mixed group of family and friends of varying skill levels, but I find that either me or one other specific person win about 75% of the drafts. What could I or this other person do to handicap ourselves so that the other people would be able to win more or at least make the experience more fun for other people who keep losing? It's a tough question. That's really hard. It's a That's tough really, question. really hard. There was some interesting discussion about this on the Discord. Once again, bit.ly slash join Riley's Discord where a couple of other people weighed in with their suggestions, their perspectives and that whatever. That was One of the obvious things is like, you know, play worse, right? Let them win or whatever. Nah, I, doesn't, that, that's, not, that's not actually what you want. And that was the consensus, right? If you're playing with people who, you know, want to play a game, they're not going to, they're not four years old. They're not going to appreciate you. If that comes out, right, which it will. Um, It'll become obvious, yeah. It's, it's not the way to do it. There were some other ideas like when you're drafting deliberately give yourself like worse packs than everyone else so like if you're drafting like a high powered set give yourself like core set 2020 packs so you get a worse rare that's kind of feels terrible weird, like stuffs out the enti- entire draft but it's like it's a it's a weird kind of like super smash brothers handicap where you you know you don't you, you take extra damage or start in a higher damage threshold or something i'm I, I don't know like can i tell you one of the suggestions that i really liked here right mm. try uh so go to channelfireball.com sign up for pro and start re- reading. Keep a good night. And start reading about some of the like weirder draft archetypes, right? Uh-huh. And see if you can start. I mean, you know, obviously railroading whatever else people are going to tell you it's bad to do, whatever else. But you know, maybe start taking those build around on uncom- uncommons. Mm, so try to okay, try to start yeah. building sort of more fringe archetypes, or see if in in Strixhaven, for example, people have talked about three four color the archetype the 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 viability of four, like four color archetypes, right? So you can start getting them. See if you can like give yourself weird achievements to fulfill right like remember when lsv did that all seven drops draft or whatever it was yeah. right stuff like that see what you can like stipulation drafting is it will kind of mess up the rest of the draft table if you're looking for like a pure uh, draft these players this are they're not going to notice that but, but that's what i'm saying like if people are at this level like they're not gonna be like, mm, the signals from pack three onwards were really strange coming like it's not that's not the level they're at so drafting unfortunately is one of those things that does not get better it's like it's like it's like weightlifting with bad form Drafting does not get better purely from doing it more and more. There's a, there's a very fixed ceiling on how yeah, good you bef- can get at drafting. When you, when you, before you start thinking about like yep. mana efficiency and yep. taking and trying to draft a curve mm-hmm. and try all that kind of stuff, there's some stuff you just have to be taught. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, and um, you, you do c- not want to be the guy that have been like, oh, well, you should really take removal quite highly because like it, nobody likes that guy. Yeah, unless you're being asked to do that, in which case well, that's it's whatever, a very different yeah. situation. But like if you're just wanting to play with people having fun. And this is a tough situation. You know, like we come across this to bring back to Super Smash Brothers again. When Dennis got a lot better than me at Super Smash Brothers, like it just wasn't as fun because we we're playing on different levels and trying to equalize that, especially amongst eight people can be really tough. So I really like I really empathize with Avocado's position here and. What are, what I think you have to focus, and you've mentioned this, I think you have to focus on everybody having fun. Mm, mm. And if everybody is having fun, doesn't matter who's winning. Doesn't matter at all. Yeah, that's a good point. 
Um, uh, I mean, two of you winning it 25% of the time. As opposed to... Oh, 75, no, sorry. Well, you should be winning at 25. It's a lot. Yeah. But it's not egregious. And, uh, okay, here's here's my question as well for you, Avocado. Let's take a step back. Is this a problem? Is it a problem in the first place, right? I mean, has has anyone complained about it or expressed yeah. like, oh, Derek and Avocado always win? Like, like is it a terrible one? atmosphere at the table every time you sit? Like, are people not wanting to do it because you win all the time? Or is it a thing? Because I don't mind being stomped by someone who's better than me if I'm having a good time and learning from the experience, you know? There's a world where they haven't noticed. That's true. That the t- or, or it's or it's expect- expected that yeah. these people win because they you're play the all end the time. boss, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but if people exp- if people are like, oh, this sucks, yeah. might- I think that's very difficult to salvage. And I, I like avocado. I want to commend your, I guess, self awareness as well in addressing this. Mm-hmm. Maybe if, if it's not, especially if it's not a problem, like it shows a lot of empathy. If you're being like, I'm winning a lot. I want to make sure that people are having a good time. If it's not a problem, I really commend you for coming forward with this as a, you know, as something you're either aware of. If it is a problem and it's something that's affecting your enjoyment or the other people's enjoyment at the table. I guess, yeah, stipulations, trying to draft around those weird uncommons, trying to make decks work that aren't necessarily there. Cut the other way. Go on. Start money drafting. If you're going to if you're gonna be crushing, you might as well crush all the way <laughs> to the bank, baby. You might as well get paid for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Excellent. Oh, Dennis, can I, I think I've told this story on the podcast before, but look, we always forget, so who cares? Um, <laughs> uh, have I told you how I used to do money drafts with my cube? No. Have I not told you the pricing structure? Gambler Riley. Oh, my God. So, I used to have a cube. I don't have it anymore. I've taken apart and sold it for parts. But back in Australia when I used to I used to live in a, you know, a house with a couple of other magic DJs, and we would money draft my cube, right? But the pricing structure was not like, you know, first takes X percent, like first takes half, second takes mm. 25, whatever. It wasn't paying out. There wasn't a, like that. No, no, no. It was $10 buy-in, right? If you came first, you got $60. Whoa. If you came third, you got 20. <laughs> it was so good. It means so that means that the the <laughs> the finals is high stakes, but so is the constellation so match is, for third place. So is the the two two ones playing off against each other, right? Because normally like you take like ah, whatever, like we can muck around whatever else, like, but it kept people interested. If you went 02, whatever, right? But if you got into third or fourth, like if you got into the the you know the lower final or whatever you want to call it, it actually mattered because twenty bucks mm-hmm. is on the line. And the daggers, the of dagger the of Ooh. losing the final and having the other person wave the twenty that probably by under most pricing structures would be theirs, waving that twenty dollars under their nose. Oh, it was so good. That is. Spicy. I cannot recommend this price structure highly enough as a way not only to engage, not only to like keep, all, keep people's enjoyment and hype up and keep people in, like engaged in games that otherwise wouldn't mean anything, but also just the mountains of salt that you get off the person who, especially if they lose in a close final, because they're like, no, nah, at least I get 20 bucks. They're like, at least I get zero dollars. Oh, it's so good, Dennis. Riley, can I tell you about a dream I had last night? This is unironically true. Does it feature me? No, not, not not tangentially, I suppose. Okay, because I had a dream about you last night. It was very strange. Whoa! Yeah, okay. I had a dream that if, featured if, you last if night. These are the, if these are the same dream, it's going to be... This is going to be wild. All right, you go first. Do you, okay, well, I, in my dream, I was managing a local game store. Okay. <laughs> All right. And I was trying to think of some events to run to like promote the store. Yep. We had all these boxes at back from like random old sets. Theros and like hmm. I returned to Ravnica Rob Box and all this stuff. And I was... um. I decided to, I think I had enough for 16, I think I had 16 different boxes. Mm-hmm. 
And so I decided to run 16 draft events, right? Yep. And the winner of each draft event would be invited to an invitational at the end of the year. I'd run these like every two weeks or whatever. Yeah. And then there would be two rounds of draft. So, you know, you'd have one round and everybody in the top half of the bracket advanced the next, et cetera. Yep. And there would be a winner. And the debate I was having with like the assistant store manager or whatever was it was better to get a custom play map printed or to have – okay, actually, here, here, here's the idea, right? Imagine you've played one of these qualifying events. You've won. Yep. You've, and you've and my thing. prize options are what? A, a, a custom playmat or my grandfather's soul? No, 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 quite close, right? Uh, which of these do you think is cooler? All right. A custom, like a game day playmat equivalent. Yep. Strong next cards and comics. Yep. Draft champion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A portrait, a picture of you in the store that says like drafter of the year. It's going to be hard to top that one for me, but yep. Or a wrestling belt that says drafter of the year. Oh, Dennis, you've done it. The portrait was- <laughs> That like, was the I debate. Was, that was the debate we were having in the I dream. was so disinterested in the playmat and so in for the portrait on the wall, right? Hopefully with a it's table underneath that I could sit at and play people yeah, against, yeah. play against people. But I mean, the, like an employee of the month style. Yeah, no, right? no, I got it. I, th- I, I was all in for that. But you have managed to tempt me with the wrestling belt. <laughs> it says draft of the year. It has like a lotus on it. Do you know the only problem with the wrestling belt? Mm. Actually, you know what? I don't think it. I don't think it's going to be the belt because usually you play magic while seated. You you wear a wrestling belt on your shoulder most of the time, though. You do too. Yes, that's. I was going to say maybe a crown because <laughs> at least then you can see it. See it. Yeah. But no, I would wear the wrestling belt like a sash. No, for sure, it's the wrestling belt. Yep. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll take the wrestling belt, please. Isn't that a cool idea for it's, a store to do that? It's very, very good. Draft yeah. of the year on the wall. Yeah, sick. Yep. It's it's actually exceptional. Yeah, we're going to see that. We're going to see a crop of that in the in in LGSs in the in the coming months. De- the Dennis Stranjak two step mm. program to uh, LGS recognition excellence event scheduling. Yeah, uh, my dream was a lot more boring. I can't remember most of it, but I remember I visited your house with you and Nikki were there, and you know sometimes when you're dreaming, like you're awake enough or you're aware enough to be like, this isn't right, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Because I've been to your house like a couple of times. And mm-hmm. in my dream, like, it was nothing like your house. I'm yeah, like, this of course. isn't Dennis's house. This is, what? He's, like, he's, he's got an office. This is not, like, there's nothing, this is nothing like his house mm-hmm. at all. Like, and that was, that was it. That's, that's not, I don't really remember anything else that happened. I had an in-depth, like, discussion about the costs versus the benefit of the the belt and, like, whether the social media posts that we got out of that will be better and stuff like that. Like, it was, like, I had a meeting on this in my dream. We, this show has, like, a couple of thousand listeners every week, right? We, oh. we have a, a, a broad enough reach across the ma- section of the magic community that it is not inconceivable. That a store goes and does this now? That either the owner of an LGS, someone who works in LGS, somebody who plays in LGS, picks up mm-hmm. this idea, pitches it to an LGS, they pick it up and run with it, right? And somewhere in the world in the coming months, there is an employee of the month thing or indeed a full-on wrestling oh, belt. a full-on wrestling a draft belt. champion wrestling belt, right? In which case, Dennis... Your dream will have come true. Quite literally, yeah. Which is unbelievable. I, it, it so, I thought, what's the origin of this drafter of the month, the drafter of the year thing? Is that, well, so some Irish guy <laughs> had a dream. <laughs> what had a dream in May 2021? <laughs> oh, my God. This could happen. Anyway, uh, thank you, Avocado, not only for the question, but also for prompting a, a very interesting discussion there and, and, a, and a, a wild new idea that's going to take the, the world of LGSs by storm, I don't, I don't doubt. We have another. Um, advice question here, Dennis. You want to you want to get uh, you want to. This get comes in from Little Sergeant Sandman. <clears throat> They're in and say, "I have a legitimate advice question. How the hell do I get my friends to play magic with me? They all know how much I love magic, and we all love to play games together. But I have never, not even once, gotten any of them to let me even explain the game. 
It's honestly really frustrating and I'm beginning to suspect this is just a pre-planned conspiracy or running gag between all my friends as this has been going on for nearly two years now. This is very vexing to me as I genuinely think that many of them would really enjoy magic, but now I feel like the fact I asked them to play is actually keeping them from trying it. What should I do? You've uh, you've lent them an Anime DVD and you've been too keen on it. Uh, can I tell you how this exact sentiment destroyed a romantic relationship of mine? Ooh. Among a lot of other factors, but no, just it. it was just playing magic. Go just on. this. Yep. Um, I was I would have been eighteen or so at the time when I first started playing. Like, this is a year to start playing magic for the first time. And my girlfriend at the time got into it, mm-hmm. and I all I wanted to do was play magic. I was like, oh my god, my girlfriend's magic is yeah, great, yeah. and I, I must have been insufferable. Yep. And I remember her saying, she was like, you are making this less fun <laughs> by how keen you are to do mm. this all the time. And I was like, fair enough. Yep. And we broke up a couple months later. For broadly speaking, unrelated reasons, but I still blame magic a little bit. Being too into something can be a powerful turnoff, uh, not just with magic, but as Dennis has said, with romantic relationships. Like people can How- smell that a mile away when you're too keen on something. The desperation, it, yeah, yeah, it's really off. Has, has League of Legends treating you rightly? <laughs> not great. <laughs> not great i have made a really like I, I did make an earnest attempt to enjoy riley in it, it riley has honestly tried i have i hate it i'm sorry i i th- we had a brief point where i was like "Ooh, nasa this is kind of fun i'm not i'm not i'm not absolutely hating this i think that was more about like getting to spend time with adam savadan mm-hmm. um but uh you know i'm back to hating it and uh just i I, I I'm sorry. Like I am sorry. I'm not. I don't want to be that person who. Like at least I tried, right? Like you I, really did. I gave it a go, but in this situation, I don't think it's your keenness that's putting me off because I just like kind of gave into your keenness. I was like, all right, fine, I'll do it. But it is going to be very difficult, Sandman, to convince somebody to have a good time when they don't want to do it. I don't like Speaking the idea that these people are doing it to vex you, though. Like I don't think they are. Either. That sucks. If that's the case, that sucks, man. Well, like, there was some discussions in the Discord, like, because the obvious suggestion, and this is one I was going to make before I read the, the thing, was, like, Arena. Mm-hmm. Get them to download Arena. Like, it's just mm-hmm. a video game at this point. On your phone. that'll get into them. But uh, Little Sergeant Sandman followed up by saying, yeah, they won't download it because I'm so keen on it. So, I don't know That's if they Like, yeah, like, at this point, it's like, it costs you nothing, right? It's a great game to, like, I don't know, play while you're having a poo, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs- what, what are you playing on the toilet at the moment, Dennis? I'm going to turn around the toilet. Oh really? Oh yeah. You do you do your twittering. I don't I used to go on I used to go on Instagram on the toilet. I can't do it. Too many faces. <laughs> too many people watching you. <laughs> too many people looking directly at too much eye contact. Mm, yeah, I understand. Yeah, Twitter Twitter's a little more impersonal. Twitter's a little more text. Yeah, yeah, yeah that that's good, yeah. Uh I can I can thoroughly recommend the um Seven Wonders adaptation on I think it's a little pricey, but it's very good. It's very good. The 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 computers draft pretty well. And so it's a We're great. answering a question nobody asked here at this stage. You Sorry. <laughs> yeah, get him to play seven wonders instead. But um uh, if they're not going to do that, I uh, I'm, I'm, I feel sorry for you, little, San, little Sergeant Sam, if, if this is the case and people are just, just doing this to vex you. I like, think you just have to wait it out. Having done the sense with many people, eventually they will come to you. And if they don't, they were never that interested. There is no way where you can force them to play the game and they'll be like, actually, oh my God, you're right. It's amazing because they're not going to enter yeah. the experience with good faith. Yep. And, and, and if they are doing it to vex you, you need to stop. You need new friends. You, well, <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe that's just part of the culture of the friendship group. But like, you need to stop giving them what they want with this response, right? And just be like, eh, whatever. You can play magic if you want, right? And then eventually, when one of them tries it, right? Maybe you'll just get them by virtue of the fact that you know magic is a really fun game, and they'll stop finding but it funny you'll to be able to let the let the game do the talking. Yeah, right? exactly. So, 
I think like my advice here is like because you ask what do you what should I do? I think you've got to stop wanting it so much. I think so too. And that's and that's a really hard thing to hear, right? But this is advice that is broadly applicable to a lot of things. It's not just magic, right? Whether you're trying to get someone to watch, you know, to read a certain book or watch a certain film or, you know, borrow one of your your sick Anime DVDs so they can watch, you know, Cowboy Smooth Jazz. Um it's not going to work if they feel like it's being forced down their throat. Cowboy Smooth Jazz. And if they're doing it to vex you, that's a rubbish position to be in and it's not going to reevaluate your friend's situation. It's not going to, you know, it's not going to help you to continue to be like so pushy and keen on it. Maybe some other advice. If you want people to, what what do you want? Do you want to play games with people? Do you want to discuss the game with people? Right, because if you're looking for a, a place to discuss the game, talk about like draft picks or decks or that sort of stuff. Bit.ly slash join Riley's Discord. It's not the same thing. It might, I, it might go some way in scratching the itch, but I, you know, there is no say. shortage of people for me to play League of Legends with. Many of my closest friends play League of Legends. I want to play League of Legends with you, and I want you to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you want to play Magic with your friends. I understand that. I uh, I just don't think there's a way that you can throw There's not a magic wand that you can wave that's all of a sudden going to get them to I, either just, you know, try the game like you want them to or pull their heads or out of like, their asses and stop bullying. Pick some it. of their names and try buy the domain names of them, for example. There just you go. Normal, normal things friends do to coerce them into spending exactly. their time on bully games them, they would usually so play. So use, use a children's charity in order to bully yes, them into playing a game they don't want to Emotional blackmail, very powerful. Emotional very blackmail. Powerful. Look, I mean, I've got no experience with doing something like that. I certainly would never fall victim to something like that. But hey, <laughs> might work might work for you. Uh, little Sergeant Sandman, I'm sorry that we aren't able to give you the most perfect set of advice here, but um, I do want you to know that my, you know, quite unironically, my, my, like my thoughts are with you. This sucks. Yeah, it sucks. It actually really sucks to be in the situation. Um, I'm sorry that you're going through it and I do hope that things work out. But Bradley is right though. There's no, sh- there's no, shortage, of, no shortage of jackals in the rest of the world. And honestly this is probably not what you want to hear but probably the best the best just for your like state of mind more than anything else is to just try to chill out about it and not be pushy with it because you're probably not going to get what you want anyway we got one last question here Riley, from arcanine tales well, this, this, this is not a question a dennis i've read this it's, it's a great. cracker and the reason that i wanted to include this is that i have a story like this that's very similar to tell Ooh. afterwards so i want you to read this dennis then i'm going to tell you the riley knight version of this story go ahead here we go this is going to be the clip one pause i think this is a good one it's a really good one Arcanine Tiles writes in and says, To all the mothers out there, I have no idea if you celebrate Mother's Day, it's this Sunday in the US and Australia, but here is a CCG-related story for mums. It was circa 2000 and I was trading Pokemon cards with one of the older kids down the street. I was preoccupied looking through his cards, so much so that I didn't give much thought to what he was doing with my binder. Foreshadowing. It's not really foreshadowing if you put the word foreshadowing yeah, in parentheses it's in the not middle effective. of the story. That's not an effective literary <laughs> technique that is, Arcanine that Tiles. That is fu- Five shadowing at least. Yes. Eventually, he went home, and shortly thereafter, I discovered that my Blastoise was missing. Oh. I kept the cards in collector order. It's number two of 102, so it was quite obvious what was missing since it was on the front page. I suspected foul play, so I told my mum what I thought had happened. She marched us over to the kid's house, knocked on the door, and proceeded to tell the kid's mother what had happened. When his mum brought him into the conversation, my mom told him one of the cards was missing, that I was upset, etc., and the kid responded, oh, I didn't take his Blastoise. And to that, my mum, of course, replied, well, I never said what card was missing. Sure enough, we walked back home with my Blastoise in hand. <laughs> Look at that. Detective Inspector <laughs> Mum getting the job done. 
So the question is, is this a power move, a shark tale, or just good parenting? Ex- this is good detective ten, work. Ten out of ten. Premium parenting. detective work. Yeah, it really is as well. Just yeah, you know, you get the you get the uh, the the suspect into the interrogation room. Mm. And say, when, when did you kill this? Oh, no, I never shot anyone. Well, didn't say anything didn't about strange. Didn't say it was a didn't gun. Didn't say it was a person. Didn't say it was a person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this is so good, man. This is, I, I, like, there are so many tales that come from people from years ago with Pokemon cards that are just injustice, injustices, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I had this stolen. I, had, I lost this card. I got sharked out of this thing. But here, Arcanone Tales had their Blastoise returned to them, and it warms my heart. I also kept all of my cards in collector number order. Did you do that in your binder? No. What are you, a nerd? All right, Dennis. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I can, and there was a very conspicuous absence where the Charizard mm. that I never got was. But, yeah, no, I kept them all in collector number order as well. Um, believe it or not, this happened to me. Almost. You stole some, you stole some kids' Blastoise? <laughs> almost exactly the same thing happened to me. I'm not going to dox this person. Because they're a thief in the story? Because they are the thief in this story, right? But there was a call kid- them, Call them Robin Hood. There was a kid- No, it's not Robin Hood. They were- there's, There is no way in which you can cast this kid in a, in, a, in a- You cast them maybe in a sympathetic light, but definitely not a positive one, right? Okay. Okay. There was this kid at my school, right, who obviously wanted to get in on Pokemon cards, but his parents just wouldn't buy them for him right and we're 10 11 like this is not the point it's like oh I'll just go and do a shift at the supermarket and buy booster yeah. packs like your only way to access pokemon cards is through your parents so like we'd kind of like a lot of us would kind of take peter and give him like some uncommons and rares, not really rares, but like uncommons and commons and stuff so he could like build decks or just have some right like if we had doubles of that we'd, we'd just give him very some inclusive of you, like, yeah. we, we, we like we felt kind of sorry for him right so we gave him just so he could be part of it, right? Nothing good. Like, we're giving him War Turtle. Like, he's not getting Blastoises, right? Anyway, this kid was strange and not very well liked. But my mum did that thing where he's like, where she goes, you should invite him over. And my mum did this a fair bit. Like, I had to hang out with some of the weird kids outside of school because <laughs> my mum was all And, like, you know, good on her for trying yeah. like but at the time i was like oh because it was embarrassing going back to school and be like oh you went oh i heard you had blah, blah, over I was like, oh dude that was my mom like, oh. you almost said that kid's name just now i saw it in your eyes anyway so mom's like we should have blah blah, blah over and i was like oh, do we have to and she's like come on it'll be nice like, oh. there's a kid and there's a there's a 21 year old or uh, i guess third year old now in melbourne right now named blah blah just sweating being like, yeah, he's like, like, oh, no. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. they found me <laughs> anyway mom's like you should have this kid over i'm like i don't want to she's like we, we're doing it right I'm like no questions asked. Yeah, fine. He comes over, you know, we muck around, playing board games, playing Pokemon cards, blah, blah, whatever, that sort of thing, right? Anyway, his mum comes to pick him up and he's like, oh, you know, thanks. I had a good time, whatever else. And I don't know why. I don't know if I suspected it. I don't know if I was just like, I, I don't know what it was. I can't remember. I, I, it's that long ago that I don't know if I went back to specifically check or I just went back to my binder, right? But your spidey sense tingled. But I opened my binder, and I it wasn't just Blastoise. He had obliterated. He had- Ransacked it. Ransacked my binder, right? All the rares gone, right? Like, just every shiny that I had, gone, right? No possible liability. This kid's starting a new life. Right? And I, my first thought was like, where did they go? What happened? Did, have they, did they fall? Like, they fought, whatever. Your faith. Your faith so, in But the thing are. is, right, you know, so- 
I, I went back out to the kitchen where I remember this really distinctly, this part. I remember to the kitchen where my mum was talking to his mum. And you know, when parents are talking, it's just like, oh, it's the most boring thing in the world, right? But usually it was good. Like, if at the supermarket, is the worst thing. But it was the good thing when your friends were over because it meant you got to play with your friend a little longer. Yeah. So you're like, oh, no, have a stay, have a cup of tea, like that sort of stuff, right? But I went to mum. And I remember, like, you know, poking her and being like, mum. And she's like, no, 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 what is it? I'm like, mum, mum. She's like, "What is it?" And I was like, "Can I?" So I took her back into I took her back into my room, right? And I was like, "All my like good cards are missing." And she's like, "Oh, okay." I was like, "I don't know where they are because I didn't want to say what I thought." Yeah, mm-hmm. right. She's like, "I don't know where they are." And she's like, "Well, did you take them out? Were you playing with them?" I'm like, "Yeah, but Kylo Ren style. I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it." But I put them all back, and she's like, "Well, where might they be?" And I'm like, "I don't know, Mum. Where might they be?" <laughs> right? Because I wanted her to speak to this kid's mum, right? Anyway. Mum goes back out. Mum brings it up, and it's the most awkward thing in the world because the kid is just sta- sta- standing there staring at his feet, right? Dennis, when his mum confronted him, right, he was like, I don't have them. And he turned out his pockets in the way that, you know, a cartoon character might just show that there's no money in them, right? Uh-huh. Because he had put the cards down his shirt into like he had tucked his t-shirt yeah, into yeah, his yeah. pants he created a secret pocket and he had put them shirt, in his yeah. shirt right because his mum was then like well you got it like, like a kangaroo like like a kangaroo basically because his mum basically yeah and they all she pulled his and they all come tumbling out of the ground and it was just just the worst thing man because Did this nothing kid, like was so yeah. obviously so like, I don't know, embarrassed or just so shame, like, so shame-faced having been caught. And the mum didn't know what to do. She's like, oh, like, apologising over and over. My mum's like, oh, no, it's fine, that sort of stuff. But I'm there, like, I I was furious, but also felt kind of sorry for him because I know that he did, he couldn't have these things because his parents wouldn't buy them for him or whatever else like that. But, like, I didn't know what to do, man, because I felt terrible, but also I was furious, right? Nothing turns my stomach more than seeing kids getting in trouble. I don't know why it upsets me so much. Oh, yeah. But, like, this kid did wrong. Right? This no, I get kid, it. Kid, I get it. So, I like, there was part of the... It's always bad. Like, when you're a kid and someone else is getting in trouble, you're like, ooh, ooh, right, this, right? But I felt bad for him. But also, I was furious with him, right? Anyway, I... I now, Riley, yeah. what... Now, hang on. If you had registered a business at the time, do you think you'd feel differently <laughs> for the kids stealing the cards Now, if I you? had been Riley Knight Proprietary <laughs> Limited. Riley yeah. Knight and a limited liability LLC, company. LLC, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> then, it, it, then he's fine. Then, then he's fine. a hero. Is, exactly. Is, then, then it's a Robin Hood story. <laughs> No, look, this kid did himself no favors um, because I thought I, I felt horror wash over me as that story went on because I thought the kid had gone scorched earth. When you say he turned out his pockets, I thought he might have just flushed the cars down the toilet. Oh or yeah, no, he pulled out his or pockets and ate, them. and ate them to destroy. If the you evidence. can't have them, no one can. No, I, I did yeah. get I did get them back, but um, a bit crumpled. I'd imagine. No, that, I think that I mean. Ugh. I mean, we were playing unsleeved on, on, concrete, on the yeah. playground. Like these, I'm not, that, I wasn't like, oh, this isn't near mint anymore. Um, now, Dennis, I did something, and I, I'd like—I I want your honest opinion here. I know I don't want okay. you to pull your punches, right? I want your honest opinion on what I did next. Because Beat on Monday, we went blind. On, on Monday morning, <laughs> on Monday morning, <laughs> just leapt at him, just like a monkey attacking somebody. <laughs> on Monday morning, when we went back to school. I told everyone. 
and at the time, like I, I just I remember like recounting the story to you. Like I was, I was gonna say, like I, you know, and then I went and told everyone at school, and then I was, well, that's actually kind of a shitty thing to have done, isn't it? Is it or is it not? I don't think I don't think I don't I don't think it's reasonable to expect you to understand the social implications of doing something like that at the age of ten. I didn't like what did, what did I do? It did I I don't like I was I'm ten I was ten years old, so I can't remember. But I don't think I did it to be like careful. He's a thief. Mind your possessions. Oh, you just vented. I that's think fine. I did it just because I was really cross. And I wanted I my friends fine. to know how outraged I was about it, you know? I think that's fine. I mean, it's not it's not good because I'm sure you could you turned this kid who was already struggling a little bit into a bit more of a pariah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you but, this, no one gave him Pokemon cards after that. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, but I think as a 10-year-old, I think it's certainly an understandable thing yeah. to do. I think I if you went and did that, that. like, it, it would show a real lack of, like, sympathy for someone in that situation if you went and did that as an adult. Oh yeah, it's like because obviously if someone's stealing Pokemon cards at the age of twenty something, there's probably something there's probably something, something else going shirt, on yeah. there. But um, I don't know. Should I? I don't. I mean, I was I was a child. I'm not gonna. No, you shouldn't feel bad. I'm about not that. gonna feel too bad. You are not the asshole. Also, we Blah, were all really nice to this guy. He was such a weirdo, and we gave him like so many cards just so he could play. And we know we didn't like him, but we wanted to. Like we we felt bad not having. You know, when mm-hmm. a kid like. When a kid just can't, and it's not their fault that they can't be included. And it's like, oh, okay, you know, we got to do the right thing. Our parents tell us to do the right thing. We did the right thing. We gave him these cards, but he still came and cleaned out all my shinies. I don't know. This Arcanine Tales story, it really, it brought it right back. And I, I just remember standing in the kitchen, this kid staring at his feet and me being like, this is the worst situation. This is, <laughs> I hate this so much. Anyway. Riley. Dennis. Speaking of Pokemon. Speaking of Pokemon. Do you want Charizards and Rivers? Let's Charizards and Rivers, Dennis. I thought you were going to say you've been playing new Pokemon Snap. I haven't, Dennis, because I've been busy mm. raising money for bloody the Smith family. So I trample have to play a video game I hate. So you have to play Trample Fetish Simulator on Friday. I don't want to do this. Anyway, it's happened $7,500. $7,500 raised. Thank you so much to everyone who's contributed. It's been, Well, I say that. I say that. I say thank you. I don't mean it. I don't get anything out of this. The only Dennis, can I tell you the only okay? Here are the only people who benefit from this entire thing, right? Some children, Impo- like impoverished, underprivileged kids in Australia, right? Slurping up that money, right? <laughs> we have raised enough money to put a dozen to, to give a dozen Australian children, right, the shot at the education they deserve. Twelve Australian children's good, lives will have been changed with the money that has been raised, right? Now, Riley. Ordinarily, I would say what you get out of this is you, as a person, get to sleep soundly at night, knowing you've made a difference in the world. But I think after playing Six Hours Rest Evil on Friday, I don't think you're going to be sleeping too soundly. I'm not sleeping soundly at all. The only people (laughs) who benefit from this are a dozen Australian children who, through no fault of their own, uh, would otherwise not have gained the the opportunity, the privileges that they deserve, right? Mm -hmm. And a couple of hundred jackals who are going to watch me wet myself in fear on Friday. It's going to be so good. What do I get out of it, Dennis? Who's looking out for number one? Uh, you're down about 60 quid on I'm the game. I'm down money. <laughs> I had to buy Oblivion as well for the third time in my life oh, to do the wow. fundraising streams. That's another 15 pounds I'll never see. <laughs> and then I have to spend $4,000 or whatever it is on Resident Evil 8. I can't believe it's so much money. How much is it? It's like 50 pounds? Yeah, it's like 70 bucks, 80 bucks. I do not want to play this game. I do not want to buy this game. I can't wait for it to come out so I can look up how long it takes to beat it. And God, I hope it's like 55 hours. It's, it can't be 55 hours. So, here's the plan. For those of you who missed this, Dennis, you, you know, listen to the last couple of episodes. Dennis emotionally blackmailed me into playing Resident Evil 8. Congratulations, Dennis. 
It's annoying that Ladies you can take credit as well for the seventy five hundred dollars. You can be like, oh, it's wouldn't all me. What happened with that? Mean? Wouldn't happen. Would, that mean? It would. It wouldn't have. It actually wouldn't have. Maybe I would have done a charity, uh, a charity stream at some other point, right? With this appetite, though, I don't think. so. I don't think. Well, no, no, no. Just for like, hey, we're going to raise money for the. You know, I'll, I'll play some silly game. I don't think. You know? I don't think. I don't think the uh, jackals would have. This is what I'm saying. No one would get like people. Ah, oh, you know, here's twenty bucks. Thanks. You know, we owed people in the chat giving two hundred, three hundred, seven hundred dollars. Right. Mm-hmm. In in pursuit of this, right? Like I've got a very generous and giving community, but I've also got a very ruthlessly cruel community who <laughs> want to see me suffer. And the perfect conjunction, the perfect marriage, the dovetail of those two things into this one thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dennis. Oh, you've done me again. When's the next Resident Evil game coming out? Please, please, please let it be a long time. Like they're not it's not like Assassin's Creed, right? There's not a new one no. every year. When did Resident Evil 7 come out? Let me see. Please let it have been a long time ago, because I don't know. Like I'm dreading this and we hit the $7,500 three years every three years it looks okay. like alright now I've got well hang on we're, 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 uh, we might get a Silent Hill reboot before then I've got time I've got time to figure out some way because this one it blindsided me I didn't have a defense for this but Dennis come Resident Evil 9 can I tell you my shields will be up we got uh, we got to get into psychological horror we got to get we, we, we got to get we got to get Kojima to go Del Toro back in the phone to make that Silent no, Hill again no, no, no. it's not happening right it's, I'm not going to do it I'm not going to fool me once shame on me fool me twice are you telling me Riley you wouldn't want to play a Hideo Kojima horror game <laughs> I'd, I'd like no I don't uh, it, I have to say from the horror e bits from Metal Gear Solid like the the boss fight against Psychomantis and stuff no yeah. no 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 the, the the one that really got me was the one against Octopus Lady Oh, yeah, that was great. That was exceptional. And I think that Kojima would actually make really like a hell of a horror game. But I would rather just... Have you seen any of the trailers for the horror game that he was making that didn't get released? The one that was that PT was the... Yeah. No. There's two trailers. It's horrifying. Maybe I'll watch them, but maybe I also won't because you've already I've already got enough horror on my plate. Speaking of on my plate, do you know what else is on my plate? Because we hit the $7,500 donation goal, stretch goal. Big steamy steam plate of veggies. Dennis, here's the thing. I can't even steam them. You have to microwave them. I don't have a microwave. I'm going to have to boil them. (laughs) I have two options. So our microwave broke, right? I was going to get those like steam in a bag things. Our microwave doesn't work anymore. Mm -hmm. So I can can either boil them or roast them. Boil Roast them will be tastier. Boiling them is more the effect you're going for, I think. I don't want to do any of this. Yeah, Riley really does not like vegetables. Do you know what I... Okay, it says a plate of vegetables, right? Hear me out. Doesn't say what the vegetables have to be. You're not eating chips, mate. Potato is a vegetable. <laughs> I don't care. What you're, I don't okay, care. so not you're potato. Not no. What about soy? No. What? This is soy is a vegetable. Soya, soybeans. It's a vegetable, right? Sh- okay. So you're saying that I can eat like plant-based fake meat? No. I can go and get those like sausages that are actually like they. If you Google plate of vegetables, what you eat has to be on the first page of Google Images. I results. don't want this. Let's have a look at what a plate of vegetable plate of vegetables. I'm going to play the vegetables on Google Images. Oh, yeah, oh, this is what we're looking oh, for. Oh, cauliflower and broccoli and... Oh, I don't mind green beans. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind green beans. I'll eat a green bean. That's fine. I don't mind a green bean. All right, oh. you, got two, you got two days to upload some French fries and try to get them the SEO to the top yeah, of the Yeah, I'm going to go... It's like on, the, on Reddit, those things where it's like, uh, play the vegetables. Upload this image so it's the first thing that comes up. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm not looking forward to this. Oh, I'm not looking forward to this at all. It's going to be great. It's going, this Friday. This Friday. Tomorrow, when you, if you listen to this episode of the next Twitch.tv slash Riley Knight with no vowels except the Y. Yeah, I know. I've been told a thousand times. This is... This isn't performative dread. 
No, he really hates it. This isn't me being like, oh, no, chat. Oh, if you hit a donation goal, I'll, you know, wear a silly costume. Oh, no, don't make me do it. You know, this is me actually being cornered here by a villain. (laughs) All for the sake of some underprivileged kids in Australia. What have those kids ever done for me, Dennis? That's what I want to know. (laughs) All right. Okay, I can't wait. I can. I can. Folks been awful thanks for listening to this episode of scram river and indeed charizard river i think we're probably gonna play some apex in a little bit now i got a lot of work to do but apex season nine baby just released play some arenas oh it's uh i'm sorely tempted i'm sorely tempted anyway to tell you what we're not gonna do is go and play bloody league of legends that's definitely off the table i've done done my i've done my due diligence there anyway thank you for listening thanks john kirad for the uh, the theme song thank you to all the people who submitted questions please keep Mm. coming in so we can keep these uh these episodes flowing it's lovely to hear from all of you And uh, that's it. Play the line, Dennis. Stay fresh, cheese bags.